0: Welcome to Emron's podcast, episode number seventy-eight. This is your host, Suman Silwong.
1: Focus on your recovery, but do take the time to get to know the other people in the race because stage races are unique in that you will form stronger relationships with other people you're racing with.
0: Visit emrons.com to listen to our previous podcast shows, links to our social media channels, as well as get discount codes for seven Virgin Marathon and all South Eastern Trail Series events. I'd like to welcome David Olson to Emron's podcast. Uh, David and I, we were chasing each other last summer, but I haven't seen him. Uh, We were running a Southeastern Trail series. Uh, We're Point counting, I think that's <laughs> that's what we were doing. Yeah. And then uh, I haven't seen you, David, uh, the whole summer this this year. I think I saw you earlier, but I haven't seen you. I, wh- how 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 are you doing? When are you coming out to run some some Southeastern Trail Series race?
1: I know I've missed you, Suman. This year's been a, a different year for me. I've um last year I had a blast with the Southeastern Trail Series, and this year I've uh, actually been on the roads. Um, I've been training with Resolute Running to get ready for the Saint George Marathon. Uh, which is in October, so it's a little bit different for me. But I'm I'm trying to get some of that uh some of that speed back, so that I can kind of get some of that speed from the marathon and bring it back to the trails with me. Um, so yeah, I, I'm excited for this race to be over though, and get back on the trails and see you a little bit more.
0: Definitely, uh, you, you're one of the speedy guy and I could never catch you except one race, uh, stage race. I think we ran last year. I think that's the only race I really passed you. You look, looking second day of the stage race. So you look, you were looking pretty bad that day. I was tired that yeah, day. Yeah. <laughs> but you came back, uh, pretty well next day. But, uh, but it was interesting just to chase each other on the trail. I knew that I had no chance of uh, beating you, but uh, definitely I gave you, gave you run for the money. So.
1: Yeah. I mean, and that's a big part of stage racing is, you know, like you don't have to be the person in who's actually the fastest person there. You just have to be the person who has three good days in a row and having three good days in a row is hard. Um, and, and that stage race last year, I, my body was not feeling it on day two. And luckily I came back a little bit on day three. That's always my magical day, but I definitely didn't come back as much as I needed to.
0: <laughs> definitely. Uh, we can talk about the stage race a little bit more, uh, before we go forward, uh, tell us about uh, your your running journey you i think you've been a lot li- your lifetime runner you always been a speedy and uh, you you ran in high school college something like that. Uh, is that correct david correct
1: um yeah i i mean i was definitely like that kid who when we would run the mile in pe would be really excited to run the mile and i was maybe the only person in our gym class who was so and i was really bad at every sport my parents put me into like they tried me in baseball tried me in soccer i was really bad so when it rolled around that I was old enough to be on the cross-country team, I think it was my sister, was like, hey, David, you're actually really good at running. You should join this team. And uh, I was never like the best runner, in like middle school or high school, but uh, I was always the guy who'd never got injured. And so I was good enough to keep running through middle school and high school and at Birmingham Southern. And, um, you know, I graduated and, you know, my mom kind of joked with me that I had a bat, you know, because I had such like a, I got a lot of last place finishes in college. And so my mom was like, I never thought you'd put on a pair of running shoes again. And I was like, I just needed to find races that were actually fun for me. So that's kind of been like the journey of my adult life is running, but finding races that, I find fun and yeah. stage races are definitely fun
0: definitely um before uh, we talk about stage race tell us about um you you you're you said you're training for a marathon you do ultra marathon you have done 100 miles i know that uh pin and all this all these races uh do you uh do you train uh, fast for those two or how, how does it work for you for some of those ultra distance races
1: yeah my goal is never just to merely finish you know i feel like I'm one of the few ultra runners that will actually admit to being competitive a lot of us are competitive 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 but a lot of them uh play it off and say oh i'm just out here having fun and really they want to beat the guy next to them too i'm just the only one cocky enough to admit that i like to race um so yeah yeah running the 100 mile was fun um i didn't you know i didn't place as high as i would have liked to in it but um I'd like to take another stab at it in the next year or so for sure.
0: So so tell us about uh, how did you end up doing the ultra distance or distance races, marathon and beyond, because most of your college life and uh, whenever you running, they were not at that far distance, correct?
1: Correct. Yeah. In high school, we ran like the 5K uh, for cross country and we'd run like the two mile on the track. And uh, in college, we'd run the 8K for cross country and I would run the 5K and the 10K on the track. And like I said, I got a lot of last place finishes in college track and it was really really discouraging. And I think every week I would work my butt off, have a bad race on Saturday and would consider quitting and throwing in the towel. But then every Sunday we would do our long run. And every Sunday during that long run, I would get completely rejuvenated and I would remember why I love to run. So I ran my last track meet. I don't even remember how I did, but I remember crossing the finish line, hugging my coach bawling because i was so glad it was finally over and the next day i signed up for the mercedes marathon because i had definitely realized that the longer the distance the more i enjoyed it and the better i tended to do
0: definitely uh, looks like you found your place to be and uh, we really welcome you to the distance racing and distance uh running and ultra distance running so that's always fun to see you running and racing uh, uh, you you're one of those consistent speed runner i mean unlike myself you know i can go speed and so of a certain time and then I fade away but you're a very very consistent runner uh tell us about uh um, let's uh, let's talk about a little bit uh before we go a little bit further let's talk about the stage race some of those things uh, stage race you like i remember you doing all four stage races uh, here in southeast uh, last year let's talk about uh stage race uh, some of the stage race you have done
1: um yeah my my first stage race uh not long after i ran my first marathon um I grew up in Huntsville and I found out about this. I was looking for races on Monteceno and I found this race called the Grand Veduta stage race. That was, it was its first year that it was taking place on Monteceno. Um, and it sounded crazy. I mean, I was intimidated by running 40 miles over three days at that point. You know, I hadn't even jumped into the ultra world yet. And, uh, but I went in there because I wanted to, you know, I wanted to go up. It was a good excuse to see my parents and run a race. And, uh, I fell in love with it, yeah. And the the concept of running three days in a row, and I fell in love with the amount of strategy that goes into recovering for these races. And uh, I ended up having a pretty good weekend there. It was, I think, 2014 was the first year they did it, and I ended up getting third place Um I think it was at that race that I found out that other stage races existed because people were talking. I think the race director said something like, oh, one, this is our first year doing this race. But in the future, we would like to you know, start a series with the Birmingham stage race and the Chattanooga stage race and make a three race series. And that would be cool. And I thought, "Ooh, I would love to be the first person to do all three of them. And then uh, when I found out that Cumberland Plateau existed, uh, it became four of them.
0: <laughs> definitely uh talk about that stage race uh if our listener doesn't know what the, what a stage race is do you want to talk about what it is
1: yeah so a stage race is uh very similar to any other kind of race you would do where you've got a distance that you run um on one day except that you have to do it three days in a row and uh they take your time from all three days and add it together and that's your cumulative time for the weekend so you, you know, for I mentioned Grand Veduta up in Monteceno um, on day one of that race, you run 13 miles on day two, you run 16 miles. And on day three, you run 14 miles. And you add up your time from all three days to get your final time.
0: Definitely. Uh, talk about this uh, three-day stage race. So let's go backward a little bit and talk about training a little bit. Uh, how did you prepare yourself uh, for your first stage race or the subsequent stage race? I mean, I, I used to train uh, for a stage race. Lately, I haven't done focused on stage race. Uh, basically, I just run. Um, in the past, I used to run some miles in the morning and later on in the afternoon, I run several miles. And in and the next day, I ran more a little bit more. But It's not really always a focus training, I never had that for stage race, but how did you prepare yourself?
1: I think training for stage races is interesting because I think as far as, I mean, as far as completing a stage race goes, it's not much different than you would train for a normal ultra where you are trying to get a lot of mileage and time on your feet over the weekends and maybe, you know, instead of doing one long run, do a couple long runs in a row. Um, So I think if if it's different. If your goal is just to run all three days and experience it, I would train for it just like you would any normal ultra. When I got ready for the Birmingham him stage race it was a training run for me in the middle of getting ready for 100 miles but if you're trying to run a stage race fast the training is a little bit counterintuitive because you kind of want to train for it a little bit more like you're training for a half marathon because that's the distance that each day is it's approximately in the teens anywhere between 13 and 20 miles um so you kind of want to train to run fast at those three distances but, you know, popular training convention right now is that, you know, you shouldn't you shouldn't beat yourself up too much. You shouldn't, you know, do too many hard days in a row. But when you're getting ready for a stage race, you kinda wanna have a couple weeks where you do difficult run, difficult after difficult run after difficult run. Um, specifically to like beat up your body as much as you can and know what it feels like to run on day three on tired legs. Um The trick is just to make sure that you're also practicing getting your sleep and practicing recovery and stretching and everything like that. So, you know, getting ready for stage races is, you know, it's different because it's really about getting hard days in multiple days in a row.
0: Definitely. uh Yeah. Talking about that, uh, Bur- Birmingham Stage Race is up uh, this week. Uh, that's one of the reasons I wanted to talk to you and talk about a lot about Stage Race. Uh, uh, a lot of uh, folks are coming out of town, uh, in town people like us. Also, we're here to get ready to I think this is the fifth year I'm running. I think this is the sixth of so stage race. Uh, uh, let's talk about a little bit of Birmingham stage race, um, and then we can focus on other other areas as well. Uh, tell us about your experience. I think we have similar course like last year. Um, mm-hmm. So so I think the uh, third day is maybe a little difficult, but let's talk about the everyday of the stage race here in Birmingham.
1: Yeah. So, so you said you think that day three this year at Oak Mountain is going to be similar to last year where he does it kind of on the backwoods section on some of the blood rock trails
0: i think he's going to take us more a little deeper on the blood rock trail i feel like I'm, I'm not sure i haven't looked at the course but i, I usually follow the flag so this day so David Tuss <laughs> <laughs> so that's how, how i do it but uh, let's talk about a little bit about the east day uh as as you progress on the birmingham stage race
1: yeah, Birmingham stage race is fun. Yeah, I think of the four Southeastern stage races, it's without a doubt my favorite. Um, and I'm, I'm definitely, of course, biased because I'm from Birmingham. Um, but David Tosh, of course, does, you know, shout out to him. He does an amazing job with every race he puts on. He's He knows the Birmingham Trail community very well and puts a lot of, uh, put him and Mary Jo put a lot of love into their races. And it comes out in the stage race for sure. Um, but you know, Birmingham is unique because every day is very different. Um, you know, you're at three different parks. Um, you know, you're, you start the weekend on Friday at Ruffner Mountain, which no one ever has a fun time trying to race at Ruffner Mountain. Um, the second day you think you're going to get a break at Red Mountain, which is notoriously easier trails to run on, but, um, is kind of a catch 22 because, Because those trails are easier to run on, you end up getting beaten up even more because you run faster than you really want to. And then uh, day three, he just wants to make sure that you have nothing left in the tank because he uh, picks every difficult trail he can find at Oak Mountain Mm -hmm. to make you... tackle and climb
0: or suffer i guess uh <laughs> or suffer
1: yeah he makes he, he makes sure that like if you're still hobbling after day two that uh you're gonna be in a wheelchair after day three <laughs> but, um... It's a, I mean, if you're patient and you are smart, you will handle it just fine. But um, David Tosh demands that you be patient and smart. Otherwise, you're going to pay for it on day three. But that's what's fun about it is that you've got three very different days. It's not easy. You have to earn your finish. You know, at the same time, it's not a, a race that's hard for the sake of being hard. Like we're finding a lot of races nowadays. It's it's a hard race, but you couldn't have more supportive people in David and Mary Jo who are cheering for you to finish and see you succeed.
0: Definitely. Uh, I can talk. About that stage race, just a little bit. Uh, I was a winner one year, but course was a little different uh, uh, back then. But um, but one thing I've learned uh, uh, from running a stage race definitely is uh, is that uh, first day is very important, mm-hmm. and then um, the second day is the lowest uh, point of. Every year, it's kind of I, I kind of deep down something happens to me on the second day. I just it's really difficult. Third day, I feel the I feel free and I'm just running. <laughs> I'm just racing. <laughs> and third day, the second day, I have definitely race because that's a very runnable course, a raceable course. And uh, one one other thing I noticed on the stage race is just about you about to crash, the race will finish. So it's not a, anything like a marathon distance or you know things like that. When when the wall hits you, you finish the race. So kind of kind of that's what I noticed and all the stage race, like you said, you know, you got to be patient. But uh, mm-hmm. knowing myself, and I think knowing you, we like to push uh, from the beginning and see where we end up uh, so impatience is not my thing so the lately I just say okay let me see how far I go and I yeah. use I use this for other race trainings and this has my last uh, race uh, before I roll into October so I usually like to see where I stand on all my trainings and stuff but but definitely it's a it's interesting three days uh, three parks. Lots of drinking beer, so so definitely, yeah.
1: And you've won it, and you've taken second place and third place a couple times. You've won even when you haven't won overall. You've won the Masters, and you've even done it where day one was at Moss Rock. If I if I'm correct, right? Like definitely. David Tosh has changed it up, and you've done it at Moss Rock before yeah. too. Yeah,
0: yeah, definitely. That, I think that was one year I, I won it when it was in the Moss Rock. So so Moss Rock was used to be my my course. I used to train a lot there, but I yeah. mo- now I moved to Oak Mountain more. More... You
1: used to lead group runs there, lot of Yeah, you
0: know? definitely. It's... Yeah, because that that course is not easy for any lot of people. If you don't know the twists and turn of Moss Rock, you just do not know how to figure it out but uh, yeah I, I have done that all three days and it was uh, it was interesting that year um uh, like i was mentioning earlier that that it's uh it happened to be the year before i was fourth and then and then and next year i came all all the th- three guys ahead of me didn't show up so so i was wow. kind of <laughs> i was like okay I've
1: had that happen to me too where uh yeah i was in chattanooga i was supposed to like i think if you had looked at everyone's race statistics before the race like I should have gotten fifth or sixth but one guy didn't show up another guy got sick on day one another guy rolled his ankle and I ended up sneaking into second place just because people got hurt and sick and so that's a big part of stage races that happens
0: and uh, one other thing a lot of a uh, lot of listener if you, if you're chasing this uh, uh what do you call it, points uh I particularly this year I'm not really looking into the points but you know kind of once in a while a glance uh but if you're chasing the points uh trying to trying to you know uh, move ahead and move uh, try to see if you can place yourself Stage race is it uh I used to This tell, is the
1: second most important one yeah. Yeah,
0: I used to tell people this is where you flip your points uh definitely every year around this time of the year I flip my points and that's how I used to do it whenever I was uh, winning the Southeastern Trail Series till you beat me. So
1: This is what determined the women's race last year. I think we had Ann Thomas was leading the entire race series last year until I think she had a family crisis come up during the stage race. And she had to miss the third day of the stage race. And that's what gave Sarah Grappo the points lead
0: definitely but that's 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 the thing about stage race is, uh, is not only becoming a mental and physical it's just other things can happen beyond beyond you can
1: mm-hmm. beyond
0: you can uh, beyond you can control Brian was uh, Brian was leading me last year I was second mm-hmm. I was third or fourth or something like that and uh, something happened he had a family emergency he couldn't come and in things like that uh, that's what happened in stage race that's what I that's what I like a fun about the stage race so so this year yeah. I'm, I'm preparing differently <laughs> but (laughs) but But at least at the race day, I'm just going to stick around and drink as much beer as possible and eat and just hang out. Just tire myself during that day. Usually, as soon as the race is finished, I'm gone. This year, I think I'm going to stick around. Just to get ready for Pinhoti, yeah. So, like you said, I'm taking this as my training run for Pinhoti and and B- Blood Rock and anything in the fall race. This is my absolute last training, big training weekend. So, so let's talk about uh, other events, all the stage race that you ran. Uh, you talked about Cumberland a little bit. Uh, let's talk about Chattanooga stage race. I've heard so much about that uh, that race. Talk about you that. You love
1: it. Yeah. Um, if you love the Birmingham stage race, um, the Chattanooga stage race is a great next step. Um. I think Birmingham is like 54 miles in three days. Chattanooga is 60 miles in three days. Um, But Birmingham is still way tougher um, simply because of the changes David's made to day three. But Chattanooga follows a similar format because you run on three different mountains over three different days. Uh, I think you run on Raccoon Mountain and then on day one and then Lookout Mountain on day two and then Signal Mountain on day three. Um, And it's kind of similar where like day one is kind of... Um, you know, this hilly day where you're kind of going up and down some biking trails, similar to where, you know, you're going up and down a lot of hills at Ruffner on day one. On day two is, is your longest day at 22 miles, but it's also the most runnable. So it's the day people are moving the fastest. And then day three is kind of similar to Birmingham where it's the hardest day. Um, it's very rocky and you're feeling beaten up from running 22 fast miles. Um, and what's fun about Chattanooga is it's got, all you know, race directors who are very similar to David Tosh in their vision for putting on great events for the community and bringing awareness to the trails in Chattanooga. Um, and they throw really great after parties, uh, after every single race. Uh, there's this place in Chattanooga called the Crash Pad, which is this unique hostel experience. Um, I got to actually sleep there when I did the stage race, the Chattanooga stage race, and uh, every night people go and they have beers and they talk and they have a good time, and um, which is an important part of stage racing is actually the community like you know you don't just show up see people and run like you actually get to see these people three days in a row and if you go to the after parties you can see them there and you make you make friends a lot of people call stage races like ultra running summer camp
0: definitely um that that's one thing we don't ha- have here in Birmingham is to go a place after the race or something like that maybe we need to create that that'll, that'll be a unique experience you know what i mean, I mean yeah we, usually we hang means. yeah we usually hang out as long as we can but but that's usually then then we had to go home and get ready yeah. for next day so
1: exactly we're, we're too serious for that we're we're going home and we're stretching and we're eating and we're getting ready to show up on day on the next day here in Birmingham.
0: <laughs> so too so you, serious yes yeah, so, so you can beat me or I can beat you or, or, <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about that that brings a pretty good point uh, about uh, going from day after day we talked just a little bit about that how do you prepare yourself uh, from going day one to day two to day three some of the new runners they're listening to us right now they said how do you prepare for a hard stage race like that tell us about how did you prepare and what what is what are your recommendation
1: yeah um... That's a great question. And for anyone who's getting ready to run their first stage race, like this is probably the most important question to pay attention to because, uh, finishing a stage race is so much less about like what you do while you're running and so much more to do with everything you do when the race is over. Um, so like I am very like regimented when I'm, if I'm like taking the stage race seriously. Um, you know, as soon as I finish the race, like, the first thing I do is I don't I don't go socialize yet. Like I go separate myself. I usually have like set myself up a little area with like a mat and a foam roller and some extra fluids and food and I go and I like I lay down, I stretch, I might foam roll a little bit. I just like relax and like think about like what just happened. And then like after I've stretched a little bit and like laid out and relaxed, like I'll go get up and I'll I'll join the social group going on, grab a beer, grab some more food, talk to people. You you know, congratulate them on finishing that day's race. Um, but I won't hang around too long, you know, I'll go home, um, you know, jump straight in the tub. Um, I used to be a big ice bath person. Now I just realize I just kind of want the water to help massage some of those muscles and, uh, eat and then I'll, I'll eat more food and then I'll take a nap, a short nap. I'm not a big believer in long naps. I don't think, you know, I think compromising your sleep at night is a something you don't want to do. So, I mean, like 30 minute to an hour nap. And then I'll stretch some more, eat some more. It's kind of important to keep moving. I learned a lesson in Chattanooga where I had two friends come up to Chattanooga that same weekend and they wanted to do things with me between races. And my initial thought was that that would be a bad thing because I was like, oh, I need to be resting. But there is something to be said about active recovery. Um, And, uh, you know, they kind of had me lightly walking around the city and going on a boat tour. And we didn't do anything too strenuous. But I think taking the time to actually like walk around the city and do something was a lot more beneficial than being lazy and sitting at home and sleeping the entire day because like I said, you don't want to compromise your sleep at night. If you can get a full 10 hours of sleep that night, that is the best thing for you, you know, so it's really, basically to sum all of that up. My, my whole strategy is to stuff your face with more food than you think you need to eat, preferably not junk food. Um, don't like be super active, but do move like don't just lay on the couch, um, have some active recovery and, uh, you know, sleep at least 10 hours that night.
0: Definitely. Uh, one of the other things uh, I just want to add, uh, just drink uh, hydrate. Hydrate, hydrate. Yeah, you know I mean, and that's because uh, st- um, I was looking at the weather for Birmingham Stage Race this coming weekend. Still hot weather, so so you you you're not fully hydrate yourself replace your hydration and so, you know mm-hmm. you have to hydrate a lot i mean i hydrate with the beer these days but that's not recommended all the time so <laughs> you know you definitely want to drink a lot of water uh gatorade uh some of you mm-hmm. cannot some of you still cannot keep your salt in your body um i was i was talking to eddie this this past weekend and we, we talked about how he needs to drink more um gatorade type you know salt type of drinks uh just add those, yeah. uh, and and I like you said I eat a lot of food as well. Uh, the one thing I one year uh, uh, I I had really I, I was depressed when I got home second day I didn't know what happened to me and then next thing I know I went to eat Jaxby. Uh, I was just eating uh, some fries or something just just woke me up I said. That's interesting. So that's kind of that's my kind of my <laughs> inside I scoop was, uh, for us. Think my, it
1: was like having something salty, like getting that sodium back in. You made yeah, you feel back.
0: I think that's what it is. Fried and salt, and so so that's uh, since that year. I think it was second or third year or whichever year it, year what it was. I don't remember. Uh, yeah. And so that year, since that year, I, I go to Jaxby every year now. Eat uh, eat some of this uh, salty, you know, food. Yeah. Just, just to kind of get those calories in. Yeah. it's Just, uh, just uh, just kind of, kind of see what helps, you know. So, so just if you just rely on just food and healthy food, you know, sometimes you maybe just sometimes you need a salty food too. Just kind of you have to keep in trying those. Uh, but that's what happened to me. So anyway, so that's uh, that's about food. The third day, um, the second day, third day. I think uh, for to get to third day, uh, it's very important because your body's just sore and. Don't want to move, you know, even though you're excited. Uh, let's talk about third day because second day is uh, not as difficult because uh, even in Birmingham, we, it's a fast course. Uh, like I said, after second days, before third day is kind of hardest time for me. So that's when, when you break in a lot. So tell tell us about how, how the recovery, what kind of recovery do you do uh, for you to recover from the second day to third day?
1: Um Yeah, I mean, recovering second day third day is definitely pretty similar to me from first day to the second day. I've definitely had experiences like you where I've finished the second day feeling pretty depressed, thinking, you know, just like, I think because on the second day you don't feel the first day as much and you're wondering, you know, you look at your time from the second day and you're like, why didn't I run faster than I think I should have? And you forget that you were tired from the first day, but after the second day you're really feeling it and you don't even know how you can fathom running 24 miles on day three, but you just kind of have to trust that you can. Um, that like, yeah, if you put one foot in front of the other, it'll happen. Um, and it's kind of like you said, um, you know, getting a lot of food in you. Uh, I like what you said about, you know, experiment with different foods, like see what makes you feel better. I think you do have to like listen to what you're craving and just like go with whatever that craving is. If you're craving some salty French fries, like get those salty French fries, you know, don't eat a salad. So yeah, definitely like listen to your body. You know, you're not trying to like lose weight during a stage race. The good thing about a stage race is that you don't have to focus on the nutrition in the same way you do an ultra because every day is less than a marathon. You know, you really don't have to freak out about how much food you're eating while you're running if you can get in a bunch of food during your recovery time between the races you can kind of have your nutrition plan similar to like a normal half marathon race or marathon race where you can get away with just you know a couple gels during the race um so I mean, yeah, you're I mean, food and drink are the biggest things. And I would say besides making sure you eat and drink a bunch of um, active recovery, you know, stretching, walking around, if you're going to lay down, elevate your legs, and then uh, um, do everything you can to like maximize the quality of your sleep that night, because sleeping is when the recovery actually happens.
0: Definitely, yeah, definitely. I agree with that. Let's move into third day. Uh, Let's talk about that a little bit. Uh, It's my favorite day. (laughs) It is for for me as well. Kind of, I finally arrived. My body is just don't move. But I think the year that I won that race, I was started slow and then I just took off because I felt free. You know, I was like, Mm -hmm. I'm free. I'm like, there's no next day. I don't have to worry about tomorrow. I'm just. I'm just running free. I mean, you know, that's that's how I looked at it. Even last year, I pushed it pretty hard. Uh, I pushed it yeah. pretty hard on third day. So let's talk about third day. But how, how do you actually race on that rate day for you?
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, and so did you say kind of like on the third day, like you feel like you came into it, you know, maybe like hesitant about how you were going to do, but after you start moving, you're kind of like, you're kind of free and your body loosens up and you've got nothing else to hold back for.
0: Exactly. Huh? Yeah. That That's how I, that's how I've Feel uh, that's why how, how I feel every year. Third day is my best day, even mm-hmm. though it's, it may be the hardest day. I feel so free, I mean, you know, because I've been so intense and worried first two days to make it to that third day. Correct? Here I am on third day. I was like, oh, it's time to go. So you know, it's it's yeah. like that for me.
1: Yeah, I think there's some magic to the third day because, you know, you come into the third day, like pretty physically broken. You come into it pretty like mentally broken. And, you know, you're not even a hundred percent confident that you're going to finish whatever the distance is. So I think when the race starts, you kind of go out slow and you're, you're going into it with like a pretty low expectation of like, I'm just going to do the best I can just to finish. But then what happens is after running a mile, your body kind of is like, okay. I guess we're going to do this again. And it, <laughs> and, it, and it starts to cooperate and it starts to be like, all right, I did this the last two days. I know what to do now. Like your body's kind of like knows what to do. And it's just accepted the fact that you're going to keep beating it up. And so it's resolves to just keep moving. And and after, you know, once you get like a mile, I would say once you get a, a mile in, you feel completely different. You Yeah, you, it's kind of like you said, there's there's a feeling of freedom. You can kind of let go because there's nothing else to hold back for. On days one and two, you're thinking pretty strategically about conservation. And on day three, there's no point in conservation on day three. It's just, uh, you know, hopefully you've looked at the standings of where you finished on day two and you know that you either, and I'm thinking I need to beat Suman by X number of minutes in order to beat him, or I need to make sure that Travis doesn't beat me by so many minutes in order for me to beat him. And, uh, you can kind of focus on, you know, you can actually focus on racing instead of just holding back.
0: Definitely. Uh, that's uh, that's usually my day to just say, okay, let go. I mean, the second day is pretty mm-hmm. fast, but uh, uh, as a course, it's fast. But still, you kind of there. You have to hold back just enough so you can make it to that third day. So
1: and and what's fun about day three is you now know everyone else. So like on day one, when people run out ahead of you or people run slower than you, you're kind of questioning yourself. Especially if you've never done a stage race before on day one, you're like, Ooh, they're running faster than me. Should I be running faster than I am now? Or, Oh, should I be holding back more? And you're not sure. So on day three, you've kind of, you know, now like who went out fast and then slowed down later, or who started slow and finished fast. So you know, like where you should be in the pack. So if you've made a friend who's similar to your pace, you know, like, Oh, I can run with them and it's going to be fine. Or this is a person I need to try and beat. Or, Oh, if, if this person's in front of me, no big deal, because I know they're going to die out at the end and I'll pass them. <laughs>
0: yeah, definitely. Uh, one year, I had a, somebody chasing me. We we're a minute, a minute apart from each other. So then I saw him at the bottom of the mountain. I think he saw me top of the mountain, somewhere in the red uh, red trail, uh, bike trail. I pushed. I was only in the top, so I just went ahead and pushed myself. And he saw me and tried to push harder. <laughs> and he faded pretty quickly. <laughs> <laughs> because he thought he and was you
1: gonna. Probably, well, and you probably had seen him on days one and two also, and you probably had figured out that you're maybe a little bit better of a hill runner than him because maybe you had passed him on a hill on one of those previous two days.
0: Yeah, definitely. We 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 end up with third, and th- I was third, and he was fourth. Uh, he, I mean, there was the minutes were not that, uh, not much difference, but uh, but it was pretty close. It's fun because uh, if you're competing, um, it's fun to chase each other that's what i call it three days of chasing uh i, <laughs> I invite anybody to chase me down and uh, you know bring me down on the trail <laughs> or i'll bring you down definitely it's it's i enjoy doing that uh but yeah. that's that's part of the trail racing uh racing aspect of it um you know I'm, yeah
1: you invented the got hill course of oak mountain so i don't want you chasing me going up a hill because i
0: know i'll <laughs> Yeah, definitely. I, I have a. I have to add addition now. David Toss found more hills, so I I have to add bunch of hills and that I got hill course. Is it getting longer? Oh yeah, you're getting much longer. I mean, back country, yeah. oh backcountry is beautiful to run. I mean, I I go train. There's 11 miles of a trail out there. That's uh that's a 2700 elevation climb and lots of hills. So so we'll I I go to train pretty often those those areas, but. Even Good. when I'm when I, even when I'm by myself now, I've figured those controls out. But definitely, uh, Oak Mountain has grown a lot. I mean, David Toss has helped to grow it. I mean, to put it in places where we will never. If you still, if you are, if you're never, I mean, if you if you're not with somebody or there's no. Flag blue flags all over the red. Ma- I mean, Oak Mountain. You will not find those trails. So, so those are interesting. Uh, David, we talked many aspects of uh, stage racing, uh, training. Did we miss anything that that our listener need to understand how, what they need to do on the stage race, uh, Birmingham stage race? That's uh, this week. Or any other stage race? Do you you have a lot of you have run more stage race out of out of town than I have? I think I have more run more Birmingham stage than you have. But, but give give us some some inside uh, some of the things we have missed.
1: Um, you know, and I I recognize that like most people coming into a stage race are not focused on like the com- competitive aspect of it. And I realize that sometimes you know you and I can get caught up in that. And most people really just want to have fun for three days. So like enjoy it. You know, like there is a good community that. You know, after like, do take the time, like, focus on your recovery, but do take the time to get to know the other people in the race because stage races are unique in that you will form stronger relationships with other people you're racing with than you would in other races. Uh, I think like the Birmingham stage race is how I became such good friends with like Sam Barti is because she was volunteering at it and was cheering me on every single day. Um, you know, do everything you can to thank the people who are organizing the race because. You know, when you think about David Tosh and the, you know, the amount of work he puts into a three day stage race is so much more than the amount of work he puts into some of his other races like Hot and Hell. And he gets a smaller register, you know, less people registering for this race. So he's doing a lot more work for a lot less people registering. So do everything you can to say thank you to him and all of the volunteers, because they're basically organizing three races for the price of one, it's an awesome thing for them to do. And uh, it's a great experience. You know, it's a it's a difficult experience, but it's it's so worth it.
0: Definitely, uh, definitely, it's always worth to run any any of the David Tosses race. Uh, I, I'm kind of spoiled running their their races. <laughs> they take care of me so <laughs> much. <laughs> so a lot of time when I go out of town, it's like oh, I don't get those kind of treatment. But I'm I'm okay with that. Uh, um, I think we talked a lot about now. Some sounds like a, we cover every basis. Uh, if we missed anything, uh, listeners can post uh, on on this uh, on this podcast comment section. Or anywhere we can answer that uh, if I post in the Facebook uh, post that uh, remember, I will we'll answer totally it yes yeah, 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 definitely I will I will ask I invite David to come to the Facebook page and answer some of those questions because uh, a lot of first-time stage racer it's difficult I remember running a stagers first year and I didn't know what I was getting into it so I was kind of nervous and everything I mean now I look back four or five years into running stage race I I, I always enjoy looking forward. Like I said, this is where I turn my calendar and uh, end my summer training season and head towards the, my uh, season, racing season, 2017, 2018. So from here, from October all the way to May, I just run races. That's all I do. So, I mean, going, going marathons this is the beginning of your
1: racing season
0: exactly this is this is end end of the training season uh, ends the training season begins the October 1st begins my racing season so this is what I look forward for I always hope uh, to survive without any injuries any falling last year I advised everybody not to fall but then I didn't follow my own own advice and I took a pretty bad fall first day (laughs) it's like it was really and that's
1: part of it yeah so I mean if anyone goes runs the race and you get hurt on on day one or two like don't do something stupid and run on day three if you got hurt or day one or day two like yeah that's just part of running a stage race is there is a luck aspect to it of can you stay healthy three days in a
0: row and um Definitely. Yeah, De- definitely i mean i took a fall blood all over my body but the next day i was back so you know things like that your body you will be amazed how your body will react to this three days after the stage race but definitely mm-hmm. um uh we'll uh, continue answering your question and if anybody has a question i will release this podcast pretty soon um uh, david before we close this uh interview would you like to give any word of advice to uh, all the runners the uh, stage racers they're coming to birmingham any word of advice, uh, place to eat, uh, uh, anything anything that you want to share?
1: If you're not from Birmingham, like go find some good restaurants in Birmingham to eat dinner at because uh, we're chock full of them. I don't even can't think of any that I've got good recommendations for because they're also good. Definitely,
0: Jim and and Golden Rule Barbecue. If you're into those kind of things, that, and good, good people, Cahaba, all these places. We have a lot of brewery mm-hmm. places and stuff like that. So, and so. if you
1: didn't get enough hills in your training, shame on you. You're going to be hurting after day one.
0: <laughs> 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 yeah, there's a lot of hills. There. I know friends from Mississippi. They're coming. They they're going to have to. They will see a lot of hills, and they will they will be very. Very enjoy those heels very much. Okay. But David, thanks for uh, coming out and talking to us about the uh, stage stage race and willing to answer any questions. Uh, and uh, looking forward to talking to you soon. Come out and run some race and let's chase each other. Maybe Blood Rock. Let's let's have fun. That that we have a back to back weekend of uh, races in Birmingham. So I hope to see you soon.
1: Sounds great, sounds great. Yeah, I'm signed up for Blood Rock, so I, I hope to see you there. Uh, it'll be my first race back on the trails since, uh, gosh, since I think run for kids. <laughs>
0: I'm excited. Oh, one thing I forgot to, to ask you, what's up with you going to run the road? I, I thought I was the roadie, so, so tell us, why are you going back to the road?
1: So, okay, my initial plan for this year was to go run the whole Penhody Trail and try and break Rob Younggren's FKT record. But that was going to involve an entire week off of work. And in March, I, I took a new job. And that ended up messing with all of my vacation days. And I didn't have enough vacation days to do it. <laughs> so I got a backup. So I kind of put together, you know, in my head, I've always wanted to go back to the, I've never run a road marathon that I'm proud of. And I've wanted to go back and maybe take a a training cycle to focus on one road marathon for the specific intent of running a fast time that I'm proud of and being done with the road marathon. So Alex Morrow emailed me back in like May and said, Hey, we're taking a group to St. George, Utah to go run the marathon there. It's a good course. Would you want to train with us and um, go run it? And I was like, Absolutely. I was like, Pinhoti just fell through and I would love to go run a, you know, train with you for a fast marathon. So that's what I've been doing since May. And um, the roads are, you know, they they hurt my soul a little bit. But um, I think it's been good for me physically to do something different.
0: Definitely. Uh, I heard a lot about St. George. It's a downhill marathon. So you know. yeah. So I hope you, you will do good good job over there. I know you will, but, oh, but uh, we'll, well, we'll, miss, we'll miss you at the trails. Uh, like I said, come, come run more trails with us. I'll be and, back for Blood Rock. So see you at the Blood Rock, David, if I don't see you before. Sounds good. I look forward to it. Thanks for interviewing me. Uh, thanks for your time. If you have a need to cover your events, from marketing to taking photos, please contact MRuns.com by emailing at marathonruns@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Thanks for listening to another episode of Emerald's podcast. Please subscribe to our podcast channel Voice of Runners at iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play and more. And also follow our social media channel Marathon Runs on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter and YouTube.